Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Astaghfiruh Na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين أفيد الله سبحانه وتعالى and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge, O Almighty Allah, from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is his sunnah. The work of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Al-Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Al-Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the best of your ability, fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslims. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Al-Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. I would like to welcome all of you for continuation of our classes concerning tafsir. And today, inshallah, we'll be starting a new surah. We've been dealing with the last juz, juz a'amma. And today, inshallah, we're going to be dealing with surah number 84, surah al-inshiqaq. Surah al-inshiqaq. Surah number 84. Which means the splitting is thunder. As usual, 
we recite the surah in Arabic first, and after this we go word by word, uh, translation and meaning. We after this we read a general uh, translation to the verses, and after this we go in the tafsir. So, inshallah, first with recitation of Surah Al-Inshiqaq, Surah number 84. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. Iza al-Samaa'u Inshaqqat. Wa adhinat lirabbiha wa huqqat. وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنْسَانُ إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَى رَبِّكَ كَدَحًا فَمُلَاقِيهِ فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا وَيَنْقَلِبُ إِلَى أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ وَرَاءَ ظَهْرِهِ فسوف يدعو سبورا ويصلى سعيرا إنه كان في أهله مسرورا إنه ظن أن لن يحور بلى إن ربه كان به بصيرا فلا أقسم بالشفق والليل وما وسق والقمر إذا اتسق لتركبن طبقا عن طبق فما لهم لا يؤمنون وإذا قرئ عليهم القرآن لا يسجدون بل الذين كفروا يكذبون والله أعلم بما يوعون فبشرهم بعذاب أليم إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات لهم أجر غير ممنون. After this, inshallah, we start with translation word to word. Verses from one up to five. Verse number one. إذا السماء انشقت إذا when السماء the heaven or the skies انشقت this is a verb that means split is thunder 
It deals with the signs of the day of a judgment. The revolution and the complete change that will happen to the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the resurrection. Also, it touches the creation of mankind and how he has to go in his life through hardship and difficulty and the end of it is going to be a sure meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also talks about the position of the kuffar from this Quran and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The surah started with the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ And this itself shows you the seriousness of the day of a judgment. Because the creation of the heaven, the skies, the samawat, is much, much greater than the creation of mankind. This umbrella which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stretched over the earth, which no one can see a beginning or an end to it. Neither anybody can see a defect in this structure. And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has lifted up with no pillars that we can see. And that no one can see any defect in such a building and such instruction. But upon the coming of the hour, the day of judgment, is not going to remain in this perfect condition anymore. It's going to be cracks and splitting in thunder and will be something unusual never been seen before. And this comes as a result of the impact of the day of the judgment. So if the greatest, one of the greatest creation of Allah is affected by the coming of the hour, how can be the human being who is much, much smaller than the heavens and the earth and the mountains, how he can take the impact of the day of judgment. If the samawat, the skies, the earth, the mountains could not handle the hour, how me and you going to be able to handle and survive and to be standing there and all this changing happening surrounded us? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, and it listens to and obeys its Lord, and it is must do so. He's the creator. 
and he's the most powerful one. And he's the one who has control to give it up or to let it go. Who's the one who has perfected it and its destruction, and he's the one who's able to make it split in thunder. And the heaven and the mountains and the earth, they have no other choice except to obey and listen to Allah and to be under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he's saying, وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ It listens, it obeys, it answers the call, and with no choice except to do so, because he's the owner and the creator of it. So a total destruction, starting even from the top. And also will happen to the earth. No more valleys, no more mountains. Everything will be flat, will be stretched. It shows you how much space you need. Everybody will be gathered from the first man, Adam alayhi salam, to the last person on this earth. So the earth will be ready to meet this kind of gathering. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tear the mountains, the valleys, the oceans, everything will be flat. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seen وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ is not only the earth will be stretched, but whatever that contains in it, and in it, and beneath it, it will become out. It will be presented. It will be there for that day. Whatever treasures that people used to fight over it, if it's oil, gold, name it, everything will be thrown out. You don't even have to dig to get it out. And when you throw it out and will be there on the surface, nobody even cares for it this moment. It's not this only. It's going to be thrown out also these bodies that been saved for years and years and century and century from the first man, Adam alayhi salam, to the last person, everything beneath the surface of the earth will be thrown away, will be coming on the surface. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ And it will listen and will obey. And he said, Yerabbiha, to its Lord, because he's the one who created this earth. And he's the one who had given this responsibility to the earth to swap down and to save and deposit all these bodies and all this oil and gold and silver. So now, 
The earth has no choice except to listen to its Lord and to obey Him with a total obedience. And when Allah gave it this command, it will throw everything out. After this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala went to talk to mankind about his journey, about his livelihood, about his temporary station in this life. And he said, Ya ayyuhal insanu in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressing men. Doesn't matter if you are a Muslim or non-Muslim. O man, verily you will extreme and you're going to work hard and you'll be exerting all kind of energy it's not going to be easy for you in this life you have to dig and you have to fix the ground and you have to prepare the foundation and you have to travel and you have to go and come and you have to climb and go down Whatever type of job you're doing is going to be striving, is going to be struggling, and is going to be a hardship. But with this kind of nature of living, laboring, exerting energy, and trying to do and achieve what you want, was not an easy way, regardless if you're Muslim or non-Muslim. You have to sweat and work hard. And after this, you're going to be returning to your Lord. And you, for sure, with no doubt, you're going to meet Him. Yeah, you are insane. Yeah, oh, insane. O mankind, innaka verily, inna verily, you, kadihun, are exerting ila, to or towards, rabbika, your lord, kadahan, very hard, famulaqi, you will meet him with no doubt. Time goes fast. Every moment in your life is counting against you or for you. Closer to your grave. And your meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever that you did in this life, whatever level, and whatever exerting of energy 
if it's for good or towards bad and evil, you will meet your Lord, and He will for sure reward you or punish you for what you have did. Formula So, remember, remember that after all this running, and all this striving, and all this exerting of energy, climbing ladder, going under the water, taking a bus, a train, aeroplane, going and coming back. After all this journey, there is a meeting. So, when you working, and when you striving, remember that you're going to meet with your Lord. So, think what you're going to do. Think what going to say to your Lord when you meet with Him. And after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started to discuss about things of what's going to be happening on the day of a judgment. And again, since we are here in this life, working and striving and working, I have to remember something about what is recorded for us or against us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, verse number 7, فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِأَمِينِهِ فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا وَيَنْقَلِبُ إِلَى أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا Verse number 7 فَأَمَّا As for him. Utia is being given or will be given Kitabahu, his book. Biaminihi, with his right hand. Yameen means right. Biyaminihi in his right hand. Fasawfa. It will. Yuhasabu. Be reckoned. Hisaban. Reckoning. Yaseerah, easy. Next verse. Number nine. وَيَنْقَلِبُ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا Wa means end. Yanqaribu 
he will return here to ahlihi his family masrura habi general meaning Amen. Verily, you are returning towards your Lord with your deeds and action, good or bad, a sure returning, and you will meet then as for him who will be given his rocket in his right hand, he surely will receive an easy reckoning and will return to his family in a joy. So here, in the day of the judgment, when people meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is a split here. And the people are going to be divided to two groups. Good or bad, happy or mischief, or miserable. Some will, they will be receiving the racket in the right hand, and some with other way. And first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts to talk about those who are good and those who are going to be receiving a good news, good sign. How? By receiving their books, their racket. What books and racket we talking about? We're talking about everything that you used to do in this life. Is recorded for you or against you. And you stated two angels are in charge of recording all your action, all your words, everything. So, here the people will be divided to two groups in the day of judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about those people who are going to be receiving their books with their right hand. And he said, as for those who will receive their books with their right hand, which is a good sign, so now he's going to be having a easy reckoning, a easy questioning, a easy meeting, a simple exam, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward that person for his good deed, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive him his bad deed. As it came in al-hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, مَن نُوقِشَ الْحِسَابَ عُذِّبْ or مَن حُوثِبَ عُذِّبْ Aisha, 
ask the Prophet ﷺ, didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say he will be have an easy reckoning? The Prophet ﷺ told the hair that whosoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala questioning him, he will have a very serious time. But this verse is related to the display before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not about the reckoning itself. The one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question him about everything, the small and the little and the big and the minor and the major, this person will be in a big trouble. But we talked about one of the positions and one of the places before he said, before the reckoning, which is called Al-Ard, or the display, to be presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this person, when he received his book in his right hand, was going to be the result. He will return to his family. He will run to join his wife, his children, his relatives, his family. He will go to them while he's so happy with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him. Because this was a good news which made him so happy. So now he is going to be able to join the good and the Muslims people among his own family. Because always a person would like to be with his family. And the first good news that you always give, you always try to give it to the closer one and the loved one to you. So the same thing in the day of judgment. وَيَنْقَلِبُ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا Now he wants to join his family and be with them. And he's so happy because the result that he had got his book with his right hand. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about the other side, the other group, a different type of people. Verse number 10, where, but, amma, whosoever, utia, is given, kitabahu, his reckoning, or his record, his book, wara'a, behind, zahrihi, his back. Verse number 11. He will يدعو invoke destruction. Number 12. وَيَصْلَى سَعِيرًا وَبَرْ وَأَنْ 
Yasla will be born. Sa'ira, a blazing fire. Verse number 13. إِنَّهُ كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا إِنَّهُ Verily He was كَانَ Was في In or Among أَهْلِهِ His family or his people Masrura, happy and joyful. Verse number 14. Verily, he was thought and that Yan never Yahur come back verse number fifteen Bala Basira Bala, nay, inna, verily, rabbahu, his lord, kana, was, be, with him, basira, Observer, beholding, general meaning, but whosoever is given his racket behind his back, he will invoke for his destruction. And he shall enter a blazing fire, and made to taste its burning. Very, he was among his people in joy. Very, he saw that he would never come back to Allah. Yes, very, his Lord has been ever beholding him. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to us about the kuffar and the sinners and the evil door which is going to receive the books and the racket in a different form with their left hand behind their back which is a sign 
that this person is miserable and in a bad condition and a punishment waiting on him. He could not, even if he want, to stretch his right arm to take it. He is prevented to receive the book. So it will be given to him, but in his left hand, from behind his back. And the human being, who has been treated this way, right away he will understand what this means. So as a result of this, he will start weeping, crying, calling for destruction on himself. And it's not going to be the end of this. But, he will be thrown into hellfire, and he will face the punishment, and the heat of it. And this is because he used to be so happy among his family, i.e., that he was indulged in all this beauty of this life, doesn't matter if haram or not. He doesn't care. As long as he is in enjoyment, fulfilling his lusts and desires, he feeling happy, feeling good, running here and there, no time to think about the day of judgment, no time for salah, no time to do anything except his lust and his desire. So, he used to be, i.e. in the dunya, among his people, his friends, his clubs, wherever he go, happy, running here and there, not thinking about the hereafter. So, this is what he gets in today. And, this also because, he never thought, or believed, or reflect, that he will be returned to Allah, and that Allah will judge him, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will deal with him in such a day. So those people, who are so happy, in this dunya, running behind it, nothing for, for them in the akhirah and the hereafter, except sadness and weeping and crying. And those people who always in thinking and deep thoughts, worry about what's going to happen in the hereafter, those people who will have the smile on their face, and the happiness in their hearts. Why? Because whatever you get here, and whatever you're doing here in this life, it will be different for you in the hereafter. So if you're really thinking about the day of judgment, which is going to make you do a good deed, and fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now happiness and peaceful life will be for you. And for those who only concern about having and laughing and running here and there, now destruction and sadness and tears will be for them in the hereafter. As the Prophet sallallahu alaihi is saying what the meaning is, By Allah, if you know what I know, you will laugh little, and you will weep a lot, 
and you could not enjoy your wives anymore, and you be walking in the street crying and weeping. If you know the reality, if you know what is waiting in you guys, if you know how serious it is the gathering before Allah, dealing with Allah, appearing in the day of judgment, if you know how serious it is, لَبَحِقْتُمْ قَلِيلًا وَلَبَكَيْتُمْ كَثِيرًا You will laugh little and you will cry a lot and you could not enjoy your wives in the bed because you're thinking about this, you're thinking about the grave, you're thinking about the day of judgment, you're thinking about meeting with Allah, you're thinking about what's going to be happening in the day of judgment, so the things will put fear in your heart, so you don't have too much time to be playing and laughing, you will be serious in your life. So this person who used to be happy in his family, never thinking about returning to Allah, he has nothing in the day of judgment except to receive his book with his left hand, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, بَلَا إِنَّ رَبَّهُ كَانَ بِهِ بَصِيرًا Indeed, his Lord, no one else, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was overwatching him, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was making account of what he's doing. Nay, verily, his Lord has been at him beholding, watching for his action, for his kufr deed, and for kufr statements, as a result of this, he got what he got in the day of judgment. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us our books and our racket in our right hand, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who have the smile in their face in the day of judgment, and they will join their families and their friends in paradise with a happy face, content heart, ameen. Inshallah, we continue in the second part in another class. Thank you for listening. Jazakumullahu khayran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows this. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته